Welcome to Unqualified. Hi, my name is Rashita. I'm Bianca. And I'm Amanda. And we're three teens who live in Arizona and decided to make a podcast. First things first, Bianca, quote of the day. All right. The quote of the day today is, make the most of the best and the least of the worst by Robert Louis Stevenson. Great quote. Okay. So today it's going to have a special episode. We're going to have a guest or guests today to talk about their experience with COVID-19, which is super interesting. So you want to talk more about that, Rashida? Yeah. So today we will have guests for the first time. These guests are Arizonians who had a real experience with COVID, and we asked them to share their stories about what they had and went through. Their names are Hasma Kavatia and Harshida Kavatia. And throughout the interview, they talked about their experience with COVID and just basically what they went through. Hi, how are you? Doing okay. Okay. First question, how did your experience with COVID-19 start and what were your guys' symptoms? You know, uncomfortable. She was feeling around 6 p.m. She felt some little body ache. And middle of the night, around midnight, I felt little fever and a body ache. So we said, oh, must be something normal. But then body ache started so bad, actually. So I could not sleep, and then I suddenly started to feel chill. And I saw my I have fever and I'm feeling chill. And she was feeling, it's the same. So she was feeling a little bit, you know, not coughing, no, not coughing and no cold. No cold, just a headache and headache. And, and the fever started, a fever, my fever was in the morning, I measured it around, it was 101.6. So we said something is not right. So my son-in-law, he came to our house. He's a doctor. So he thought maybe some regular fever kind of thing. But so he decided to... But still to, he has a protective thing. He had a protective gear in case yeah, something happened. Something, yeah. So he, he, he measured our basically stethoscope. He was checking our heart and lungs, lungs kind of things. But then he said, well, looks like you guys should be okay, but it's... If anything bad, you know, what we will do, we will wait for two or three days. We waited until Monday morning. What was the test like? Nine o'clock, we were at the standing in the line. We were almost 30, 40 cars away. We were waiting. They finally, we both got, you know, tested out. The test was unbelievable. They put it on one nostril, but we felt so uncomfortable. Unbelievable, uncomfortable. When they, they put down the swab into my nostril, I squeezed her hand so much because it was painful to me. It came to me and I knew it's bad because he was squeezing my hand so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after that? But then we came home, still we have a little fever and body ache was starting real bad actually. So we were just laying down, just doing nothing much. And then evening time came, we took another Tylenol. Still fever was, you know, somewhere around 100, 100.5, something like that. Body ache and my muscle, muscle aches was so much. And I thought I was going to, my body going to break into half, two part looks. That's what I felt like. My, you know, 
bone pains I had so bone much. Pain. Were your guys' symptoms different than each other's? She had the similar way, bone pain, no coughing, and muscle aches. We did not lose any you know, smell kind of stuff. Uh, I, I did lose the smell, but he did. I did not. I had the headache and he didn't. So I did not have I headache. think everybody might get the different, different symptoms. Were there any scares during your experience? Once you know the positives, then the bad, bad thoughts started coming to my mind. And I said, oh my God, what's going to happen? Because we already heard from other people and from the news and everywhere, it's not going to be good. Were you ever scared for your life? So my son-in-law, my son and my daughter-in-law, there happen to be all three are doctors. Now we know you are in a positive. We're going to come to your house and we want to check it out. We want to give you oximeters. So they gave us an oximeter. And they told us, okay, in case your oxygen level goes down below 90, make sure we have to go to ER right away. Wow. So we kept on measuring, kept on measuring. Three, at least three times a three day. Three times a day. Oh, and wow. we were taking all measurements, like blood pressure, our temperature, and oxygen level. We were measuring every day, at least three to four times a day. So three times we were taking this way. So number Third day was okay. Fourth day, it was okay. And the fourth day evening, I was measuring my oxygen level. And maybe I did not put my finger in the right, right, uh, right way. But suddenly it showed only 80 degrees. I'm 80 oxygen level. Oh, and wow. I started worrying. I said, oh my God, that means we have to go to hospital. That was at 10 p.m. So me and my wife, both of them were said, what are we going to do? So we decided to so let's do the prayer. We wanted to do prayer because knowing if you go to hospital, what's gonna happen? Nobody gonna see us, right? After at least if I go to hospital, I'll be by myself. So I was a little bit worrying. Bad thoughts started coming. I said, here we go. I think this is a, something bad gonna happen. So she was telling us that no, let's sit down, do some prayer, and <laughs> let's take it easy. That's what we were doing. And then we measured after 10, 15 minutes later, it was 88. I said, well, at least it's moving into the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> so then another 10, 15 minutes later, we were really calmed down. I said, whatever going to happen, we have to go through. So then it showed 92. So I said, let's go to you know, bed. That's okay. The middle of the night, I measured it one more time. It was 92 or 93. So I wasn't worrying much about it. But since that day, every time... I was trying to measure. I yeah, always thinking about, is it going to be over 90? Over 90, that's the bad thought. And what did you guys do to pass the time? Meanwhile, we said, what are we going to do now? We, we, can, we can watch TV, but how long you can how watch TV? Can watch? <laughs> our son, our grandson is a 15-year-old. So he says, can we make, because I love to make popsicle stick, some creation kind of thing, a bowl. So we decided to create a popsicle say, a house. house. So he said, Grandpa, I'm going to do the second floor and you do the first floor. So we will do it so that every day we were, at least I was playing, you know, for one hour or so, creating something creativity. What happened after the first couple days? And the sixth day, my son talked to the cardiologist. <laughs> so he, he called me. He said, how's your blood pressure? I, my blood pressure was going down a little bit lower. And normally, I use, usually I have 125 over 72, but then suddenly become 110 and 62 and 60. 
So doctor told me that, okay, you're taking two medication, let's stop one medication. I mean, cut in a half in the evening time. So that's what we did. But it remained around 62 level. Bad part was, I was within nine days, I lost eight pound weight. Wow. And I lost seven. She lost seven pound weight. Wow. And the energy level was starting going down really? so bad, so bad. If I remember correct, on, on a Mother's Day, Father's Day, Father's, Father's Day, Day, I'm sorry, on a Father's Day, my daughter and son and, they and came driving. They wanted to come and check it out. How are you guys doing? I could not stand up. Yeah, it was hard to stand. Like we don't have that much energy. You need some support to stand. Mm -hmm. They were driving here just to see us. Mm -hmm. We couldn't. Uh, we, it was so hard. For, we were standing by the garage, but it was really hard. So that was really hard for him. He couldn't believe it that I couldn't even stand. It's, it's okay, but he was really, really upset. My daughter and uh, son, they both were uh, leaving the food out uh, outside and we were getting the food, but it was so hard to even warm it up. You cannot even, like just standing for a little bit, it's little difficult for Mm -hmm. Even though we had the really mild case, like that's what we heard that this is mild. This was the mild, you know, thing we did not have to go to hospital. So only medication we take, took, that was a Tylenol, Tylenol, nothing else. Did anything help your recovery? My, our nephew is a pulmonary, so he told us, make sure we take vitamin D, vitamin C, and vitamin zinc. zinc. Our nephew, Dr. Kavathia, he said it, okay, in case, I think it's a good idea, seventh, eight, nine days, so maybe you want to sleep on your stomach. Stomach. That will give you your, because, you know, lungs get a little more break. Because when we lay down this, you know, in the lungs on the back side, but if you put a little more pressure on the stomach side, that would be better for the lungs. And mean, meanwhile, we were doing deep breathing exercise. We were doing a lot of exercise, but deep breathing exercise. Other exercise we could not do it because we, we did not have energy. Yeah. But at least we could do the deep exercises. We were drinking warm water, warm water. with, you know, turmeric, lemon, mm -hmm. and those kind of stuff we were doing. And taking us like a steam. And we were taking the steam, you know, hot so water. So how to boil the water and cover our face and take the steam. So, so it, we wanted to make sure normally mm -hmm. that is being said that Corona you know, symptom basically you get through either eyes, nose, or you know, throat. Yeah. So at least we said, let's try to warm it up. Warm it up in the sense, you know, we we wanted to do the steam. So at least eyes, nose, and throat get some break. And we were told that if you have no fever for four days, 10th, 11, 12, 13, 14 days, then you more likely recovered nicely. No question about it. That's what we felt. We lost weight eight pounds, but I think now I gained back five and a half pounds. So we are okay. <laughs> I gained back my weight. <laughs> but we did not lose appetite. We were eating, you know, regular food. But mm -hmm. maybe quantity-wise, maybe we had Later. a little bit less. Did you guys share your message with others? We decided to share with everybody else. This is not a joke. Make sure. Make sure. Everybody, you know, just wear a mask. 
is a very nice. So, so many people think, oh, yeah, it's not going to happen to me. But no, it's not true. It will happen. It may happen. So people have to be careful about it. And we told people, you know, make sure you guys not only stay home, you know, wear a mask wherever you go, but try to go, try to avoid going outside or try to stay home. That's what we were trying to tell them. How do you feel? I know you mentioned earlier that you were telling people to make sure they wear a mask when they go out and stuff. But how do you feel when you see young adults not taking the virus seriously? I'm really worrying about them. And okay. We are worrying about really it. Worrying about because, you know, it's not only Ill, elderly people can get it or really? senior citizens get it. Some young people get it. I heard today the seventh, seven year old, old. He in Georgia got that, you know, yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. So I would worry about it. And I would suggest people to do not take lightly and, you know, stay in a social distancing. That's the really must. In my mind, we should do it. It is not a joke. And people who, even though with mild symptoms, we felt so bad. So why not people not understanding this thing? I'm worrying about more to the school opening. School when opening. you have too, you know, so many kids on the school, taking a school bus, how are we going to be handling this thing? You're doing virtual learning as an option, but you can also go into school. Um, but they've made everything socially distanced. There were only going to be allowed to walk single file in the halls and everyone has to be six feet apart so i mean how do you how do you guys feel about going back to school kids going back to school do you think that there's a way that schools can do it safely if i think if the school follows all the things like keeping the distance and the whole way they've not so many like uh, so many students don't walk at the same time so yeah. crowd i hope you know your school or somebody else school you know they do good job actually good you job. Know? and people student has to follow you know school administration they they tried but you know, after all you know, all the students have to be you know careful about careful. it how... do you think that your experience has matched up with what the media has portrayed covid to be like Based on the media, whatever we saw, we yeah. felt maybe, you know, we were going to be affected much more because our negative thoughts started because of that reason. That's no question about it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people think, oh my God, this many people in hospital, this many people, you know, remember the ventilators not enough and those kind of stuff. So you always say, oh, do I, do I have to need, an, I mean, do I need any ventilator in case if I go to hospital, what happened if it is not available? Those kind of negative thought starts. Only because of that's the media. Media. But this mm -hmm. all about media. Otherwise, you don't worry about that kind of thing. Yeah. I think the way the media portrays it, it's I feel like it can definitely be different from people's own personal experiences. And I think everyone goes through a different thing. So it's really hard to know what's actually happening. Yeah, that's that is right. True. That is true. Do you guys have any last things to say that you think people should know about with your experience? I would say, you know, just people should sanitize the hand, wash hand, wear masks, keep social distancing, try to avoid going out, try to go and try, you know, even the, we hardly go to four months, we did not go to any grocery store. store. Still we got it. We still got it. 
but it could happen because you know human contact that's the worst worries me yes. mm -hmm. so only thing we would say please you know stay safe and keep iron open basically you know it could happen and whatever they can do the exercise warm water that helps we were told is a try to avoid in you know, a cold ice cream and those kind of stuff make sure because you don't want to eat those cold food try the fresh food would be better rather so than so many uh, like everybody's giving a different thing you do this do this do this so mm -hmm. but we are recovering nicely no question about it thanks god test, so we want to uh, actually want to donate, plasma. donate the plasma uh, oh wow we want so to we can help someone else too he thinks we are ready we will go donate plasma if after testing our antibody thank you to mr and mrs kavathia for joining us and sharing their story we hope you enjoyed uh, make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel unqualified follow us on twitter at unqualified underscore pod and make sure you follow our podcast on spotify we're unqualified and, and we'll, we'll catch, catch you next time, time.